Welcome to the Doc Washburn Show, the show that talks about what you actually care about. Minutes after each live stream is completed, the Doc Washburn Show podcast is available for download at all your favorite podcast platforms. The Doc Washburn Show is on Twitter and Facebook. You can email us at contact at docwashburnshow.com. This is episode 131 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. It's Wednesday, April 20th, 2022. The Arkansas Family Council has officially jumped the shark. I can't believe Jerry Cox has sold out to the transgender movement. Details coming up on today's episode of the Doc Washburn Show. But first, yes, I was fired by one of the biggest radio companies in America, Cumulus Media, simply because I refused their vaccine mandate. Yes, it's obvious the last U.S. presidential election was stolen. No, my old employer wouldn't allow me to say that on the radio. And yes, there's all kinds of evidence out there that a lot of people are having serious negative reactions to the vaccines. And yes, we must keep the January 6th political prisoners in our prayers. So this is a really different kind of talk show. We're unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. If you'd like to support what we do, go to our website, docwashburnshow.com, and click on the button that says Become a Patron. Now, I am the only conservative running for governor in the state of Arkansas. I'm not the only Republican. There's one other. But I'm the only conservative running for governor in the state of Arkansas. And everywhere I go, people tell me, you know, I was supporting Sarah Huckabee Sanders But having heard what you're standing for, I'm supporting you. I'm going to vote for you. I get that everywhere I go. I got a Tuesday night. And where were we Tuesday night? Walnut Ridge? Yeah. I get it everywhere I go. So if we are able To get the message out to enough people, I'll be the nominee. And the Republican nominee will be elected governor of Arkansas. So if you'd like to help me get the message out to folks, the website to go to is electdocwashburn.com. All right, now, why did I say just a few moments ago that the Arkansas Family Council has officially jumped the shark. Why did I say I can't believe Jerry Cox has sold out to the transgender movement? All right. They've got something coming up called the Leadership Worldview Summit. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. The Leadership Worldview Summit. Uh, Joseph Backholm, a senior fellow for Biblical Worldview and Strategic Engagement at the Family Research Council in Washington, D.C., according to the announcement from the Arkansas Family Council, will address tough issues like transgenderism, the sanctity of human life, and more. Now, we can only assume since he is the 
Senior Fellow for Biblical Worldview and Strategic Engagement at the Family Research Council in Washington, D.C. He'll be addressing tough issues like transgenderism, the sanctity of human life, and more from a Christian perspective. And there will be several other speakers. But Jerry Cox and the Family Council have made sure to include Governor Asa Hutchinson. Governor Asa Hutchinson will be joining on Friday morning to share a few words of encouragement. Now, what sort of encouragement is Governor Hutchinson going to be sharing to a group of people who ostensibly are coming out against transgenderism. I mean, you know, I want to go back to what the Arkansas Family Council said about what happened when Governor Hutchinson vetoed the bill that would protect children from gender reassignment procedures. Jerry Cox himself, April 5th, 2021, familycouncil.org. The same day, Monday, April 5th, 2021, Dateline, Little Rock, Arkansas, On Monday, Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson vetoed HB 1570, the Save Adolescents from Experimentation Act, the SAFE Act. Family Council President Jerry Cox issued a statement saying, quote, the Arkansas legislature needs to step up and override the governor's veto to make sure this good bill becomes law. Gender reassignment surgeries can leave children sterilized and scarred for life. Medical researchers do not know the long-term effects these procedures can have on kids. That is why many people equate them with experimenting on children. Arkansas must protect its children from these sex reassignment procedures, unquote. Jerry Cox pointed out that the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has not authorized puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones, to be used for gender assignment, quote, the FDA has never approved puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones for the purpose of gender transition. Doctors are giving children these drugs off-label. They are having children use these drugs in a way that the FDA never intended. That's unethical, and it endangers the children of Arkansas. HB 1570 would stop this dangerous practice in Arkansas, unquote. Cox called on Arkansas's lawmakers to override the governor's veto and enact the SAFE Act. Quote, Arkansas has good lawmakers who strongly support this good bill. We hope Arkansas's legislators will do the right thing and override the governor's veto in HB 1570. This is a good bill that will protect children. It needs to become law. Unquote. Every word of that news release from Monday, April 5th, 2021, was absolutely correct. 
Governor Ace Hutchinson did a horrible thing vetoing that bill. I'm using even stronger language than Jerry Cox used, but every word he said there was right. Legislature needed to override that veto. Governor Hutchinson did the wrong thing. And yet, and yet Jerry Cox invites Governor Hutchinson to a leadership worldview summit to uh, join them Friday morning to share a few words of encouragement to people he's diametrically opposed to? Jerry Cox gives Governor Asa Hutchinson a forum to pretend he's some kind of conservative Christian? Are you kidding me? This is an outrage. And every speaker at the Leadership Worldview Summit should rebuke Asa Hutchinson. And for that matter, rebuke Jerry Cox for allowing him a friendly forum. It's outrageous. Now, in case you missed it, first time around, in case you missed it, first time around, Aza Hutchinson went on the Tucker Carlson show on Fox News, and a fool out of himself. Made a fool out of himself. Displayed his ignorance of what he was talking about in the first place. And I'll, I've got it for you. And I'll jump in every so often with a comment. But there's, I don't have to say much because Tucker took him to the woodshed. It went like this. Well, the legislature in Arkansas recently passed a bill that would ban doctors from prescribing so-called puberty blockers, heavy-duty hormones, to children who believe they're transgender. The law also bans surgeons from physical castration of children. But the governor of Arkansas, Asa Hutchinson, vetoed that bill on Monday. Legislatures in Arkansas just voted to override that veto, which brings us to where we are right now. Asa Hutchinson is the governor of Arkansas, and he joins us to talk about this story. Governor, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it in the middle of all this. Now, I I think of you as a conservative. Here you've come out publicly as pro-choice on the question of chemical castration of children. What changed? Well, first of all, uh, your teaser, as you led into this program, did not accurately represent the bill. If this had been a bill that simply prohibited chemical castration, I would have signed the bill. But, Tucker, as you know, this bill was overbroad, it was extreme, it went far beyond what you just said. And I made it clear that this, if this was about prohibiting uh, procedures, uh, sex reassignment surgery, absolutely, I would have signed that bill. But this, again, is the first law in the nation that uh, invokes uh, the state between uh, medical decisions, parents who consent to that, and uh, the decision of the patient. And so this goes way too far. And in fact, it doesn't even have a grandfather clause that 
those uh, young people that okay. are under hormonal treatments, they have to be just, cut if off If I can just correct it. you for a second. Well, this is chemical castration, of course. If you stop puberty and suppress the sex hormones, you're chemically castrating someone. So our, our, our description was correct. Aza Hutchinson went on this show with Tucker Carlson, had no idea. No idea what the difference was between chemical castration and surgical castration. No idea. Now, whose fault is it that he was so poorly prepared? I mean, he's the guy that hires the people around him, right? Am I right? Whose fault is it that he had no idea the difference between chemical castration and surgical castration? So we're less than two minutes into it, and Tucker Carlson's already making him look like like a fool. And again, again, Jerry Cox... Arkansas Family Council invites this guy to come give words of encouragement to Christians who are supposedly against the lie of transgenderism. They bring in a guy, Aza Hutchinson, who bought the whole deal hook, line, and sinker. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. And that's why I said I'm shocked that Jerry Cox is giving aid and comfort to the pro-transgender message because that's what Aza Hutchinson is known for. That's what he will go down in history for. Not an ill-fated attempt to run for president in 2024. That's never going to get off the ground, no matter how much he wants it. But I digress. Here's more Tucker Carlson and Aza Hutchinson from April of 2021. But let me just ask you, I mean, there are all kinds of, we're talking about minors, children here, and there are all kinds of things in Arkansas kids in every state are not allowed to do. Get married, drink a beer, get a tattoo. Why do you think it's important for conservatives to make certain that children can block their puberty be chemically castrated why is that a conservative value now again he's coming back to chemical castration because that is what it is even though Aza doesn't understand what that means. If you would tell us. Well, first of all, you have parents involved in very difficult decisions. You have physicians that are involved in these decisions. And uh, I go back to William Buckley. I go back to Ronald Reagan, ha! the principles of ha! our party, uh, which believes in a limited role of government. Are we as a party abandoning a limited role of government and saying we're going to invoke the government decision making over and above physicians, over and above Above healthcare, over and above parents, and saying uh, so you can't do so you that. Believe it's uh, you cannot engage how, how in that. Much, uh, how deeply have you studied this this topic? Uh, with respect, it doesn't sound like you've studied it very deeply. I mean, this is a, an emerging field. There's not a lot of research, but the research that exists suggests that depression and the urge to self harm and suicide is a component, is a side effect of taking. These hormones, a study in the UK showed the overwhelming majority of kids of children on puberty blocking 
hormones had the urge to hurt themselves. Why is that responsible medicine to do that to children? Why would you support something like that? Well, I actually uh, reviewed some of that study. I reviewed the high court decision there, and I think they are uh, different than what you're talking about here. They're not different. He's lying. The research that exists shows suicide levels going up 10 or 15 years after this is done to children, when they realize what had been done to them at an impressionable age. One of these guys is lying. It's not Tucker Carlson. It's Ace Hutchinson. Jerry Cox's guest at the Arkansas Family Council's, uh, what, what do they call it again? The Arkansas Family Council's Leadership Worldview Summit. This guy. This is the guy that Jerry Cox has to give some words of encouragement to uh, Christians, you know, who are trying to push back against transgenderism. Something Asa's never done. But there's more. Sure, there's a lot of unknowns here. Uh, I studied this bill uh, in contrast to what you just said. I spent a lot of time reviewing cases, uh, meeting with people, listening to the experts, as well as to faith leaders as well. The experts who testified for the bill, it's my understanding, couldn't get an audience with Governor Hutchinson. But, hey, he listened to who he wanted to listen to. UAMS, the University of Arkansas Medical System, has a transgender unit. Arkansas Children's Hospital has a transgender unit. Now, they're kind of sketchy on their websites about what exactly they do other than counseling in favor of the transgender transitions. But Planned Parenthood in Arkansas says they provide transgender services. So Asa Hutchinson, in this interview and in his veto, of the SAFE Act, aligned himself with Planned Parenthood. And Jerry Cox and the Family Council look at this guy and go, oh, let's uh, let's have him come in and, and talk to the Christians with words of encouragement, the Christians who are trying to push back against transgenderism. Yes. Let's, uh, let's bring the snake in the house. Let's let the camel get his nose under that tent. Outrageous. And I'm a person of faith. Yeah, sure you are. Uh, But at the same time, I'm a person of limited role of government. Uh, I sign pro-life bills. Uh, I sign many bills that uh, would be looked at as uh, very conservative. But this is one that crosses the line. There's no need for it. Hold on. Hold on. I'm I'm uh, sorry, but hold on. You said there's no need for it, but you just said, said that you've seen research that shows the mental health of children who receive puberty-blocking drugs improves? What is that research exactly? Good luck in a straight answer on that. 
Well, the research that I've seen shows that these troubled youth, these ones that uh, have gender dysphoria, that uh, they uh, also have depression, they have suicidal tendencies, it's a higher suicide rate than others, and they go to their parents, the parents go to doctors, and they try to deal with this very difficult issue. I don't think we should deny them health care. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're the governor. You just vetoed this bill. You said you're familiar with the studies. No one disputes that children who are asking for puberty-blocking drugs or been recommended to their parents or doctors may be depressed. That seems very likely. I think the studies show it. Cite one specific study that shows puberty-blocking drugs improves the condition. He asked the specific question the second time. Good luck getting an answer, Tucker. Does it make children less depressed? Does it make them less likely to harm themselves, to commit suicide? Just name one study that shows that, please. Well, I would refer you to the American Academy of Pediatrics. I would refer you to uh, the, uh, the, uh, the physicians that came out in opposition to this bill because they understood the risk to these young people. And if you prohibit uh, the medical care that this bill prohibits, then you're going to endanger uh, these young people even well, further. So I would cite how all we those know that? Hold on. This, didn't, this field barely existed 10 years ago. In other words, he's still not citing a specific study. That's number one. Number two, I would refer you to the, the physicians who spoke out against the bill. Well, let me tell you about one of those physicians who spoke out against the bill. Dr. Natalie Burr. Pediatrician at Little Rock Pediatrics, when she spoke out against the bill, State Senator Bart Hester, God bless him, asked her, is four years old too young to to have decided that you were assigned the wrong gender at birth? She said it's not too young to start the counseling process towards the transgender transition. Okay, the anecdotal evidence I've seen, is the counseling process usually only takes a few months. These are the kind of medical experts that Asa Hutchinson is putting his trust, putting his faith in. And Jerry Cox of the Arkansas Family Council invites this monster, this monster, Asa Hutchinson, to give words of encouragement on Friday morning at his Leadership Worldview Summit, where Christians are ostensibly talking about pushing back against the transgender movement, the transgender worldview that our so-called Christian conservative governor has signed on to, lock, stock, and barrel, this guy? Unbelievable. Cases of gender dysphoria, so-called, have increased by thousands of percent in the last decade. So actually, we can't know the answers to these questions. The, the, the research that we have suggests the opposite of what you're claiming. You clearly aren't familiar with the research. And so my question is... He's clearly not familiar with the research because Tucker's asked him twice for specific research, and he has no answer. Have you spoken to any of the biggest employers, the big companies in Arkansas, about... Uh-oh. About this. Have you taken any calls from Tyson's, from Dillard, from Walmart? Has anyone from those companies called you about this bill? Uh, no, but Tucker, you're saying, first of all, you haven't spoken there's no to studies, one and then you cite a study. Interest. 
No, no, there is <laughs> there is not a single study that I'm aware of that shows an improvement in the mental health of children who take puberty blockers who are chemically castrated. Again, he's saying you're lying, Asa, without saying you're lying, Asa. And you couldn't cite one. You're not familiar with the research. You were told by doctors that it's a good idea, and you went with it. But I just want to clarify very quickly. Have you, and I just want to be clear on this, have you spoken to any corporate interest in the state of Arkansas about this bill? Tucker, I answered that. I answered that question, and I said, no, I have not. No, you have another question. That's going to come back to bite him. I'm skeptical because we've certainly seen across the... Let me just say, Governor, with respect, I'm skeptical that not a single corporation in the state of Arkansas has weighed in with you one way or the other on this bill. I, I am, I'm skeptical. You asked me I, if I, I had talked to them. I said I hadn't. Let me emphasize, Tucker, you are a conservative. You have a great background in that. Where are we getting back to the limited role of government that we don't have to invoke ourselves in every societal position out there? Let's okay, limit then, the then, role then, of government. Okay, Let's then let why, parents then, and doctors why make decisions. Allow- Asa? As a rule, when you dig in a hole, at some point, stop digging. He keeps digging, and Tuck is ready for him. Watch this. Then why don't we allow 18-year-olds to drink beer in Arkansas? Why don't we allow them to get tattoos? Why don't we allow 15-year-olds to get married? You're allowing, you vetoed a bill that would have protected children, not adults, children, to whom a different standard applies, from a life-altering permanent procedure that has effects we can only guess at, but the early indication is they're very serious and very negative in some cases. Now, let's talk about how life-altering this is. Let's get into that for just a moment, for just a moment. Dr. Alaric Nade, Ph.D., professor and linguist, uh, specializes in human dimorphism, neuropsychology, talking about puberty blockers, gosolin, histrolin, triptorlin, luprolide, etc. They all belong to the restricted class medication comparing them to acetaminophen, which is over-the-counter, is either disingenuous or mentally deficient. It's like comparing a mining truck with a toy car. He says puberty blockers are absolutely safe, except for destroying bone density, cancer, cardiovascular disease, stroke, osteopenia, Delayed neural and cognitive development, fibromyalgia, insomnia, depression, loss of vision, degenerative disc disease, sudden death. So just minor, minor issues like that. Hey, Zah Hutchins doesn't care. He doesn't care. This is the guy Jerry Cox invites to encourage Christians at his Leadership Worldview Summit, Christians who ostensibly are pushing back against transgenderism. He invites John Dillinger to guard the bank. Outrageous. Uh, Dr. Naude says, I find it very interesting that the same people who argue that using luproralin to chemically castrate violent sexual criminals 
including pedophiles, is an abuse of human rights. On the other hand, they advocate for the same chemical to be used on children. Do you think that Governor Hutchinson would want uh, violent sexual criminals to be chemically castrated? I don't think so. But kids, ah, that's fine. Kids don't vote. Jerry Cox, Arkansas Family Council, should be ashamed of himself for inviting this man to come speak at his Leadership Worldview Conference. This man who disagrees with the Christian worldview while calling himself Christian. Here's more. And now you're telling me you do that because you're a friend of limited government? Okay, then why are we preventing kids from drinking? Sincere question. Or getting married? Sincere question. Having sex. They're not old enough to have sex, but they're old enough to be chemically castrated? How does that work exactly? I'll listen as you explain. Yeah. You don't want 8, 9, 10, 11, 12-year-olds to have sex, but you're going to chemically castrate them. There's no excuse. There's no answer. Here's Asa giving it the old college try. Well, thank you, Tucker. And first of all, these are difficult decisions. Do you want to listen to the medical profession? Do you want to listen to professional counselors? Do you want to listen to parents? Or do you want to leave all these decisions to uh, the legislators that come from all different kinds of background? Yes, they're elected to represent you, but they do not necessarily make the right judgments for parents and for doctors in the most sensitive issues. Then, and so, then, sure, why are, I sign pro- Why are we regulating the behavior? Behavior of children at all if we're allowing children to decide and by the way i read a study today that showed the overwhelming majority of kids who do not take life-altering hormones in the end decide not to quote transition to a new sex see asa is giving the pro-abortion argument well these are difficult decisions and let's let's leave it up to these folks because they're difficult decisions and tucker's like the overwhelming majority of people who don't, who aren't given the puberty blockers, you know, they choose not to change, try to change their gender later on. So there's a lot going on here, but I'm, I'm asking as a, as a conservative, you just incited, invoked Ronald Reagan as if he were for chemical castration of children. What other behavior should we not use the power of the state to regulate among kids? Seriously. Not getting a straight answer. Well, Why you debate it every time. And so, look, Tucker, you want to keep talking? You want me to answer a question? Tucker, I sincerely whenever want you, to you well, thank you. And so whenever you, whether it's it's beer for minors, these are all issues that you have to address the legislature. You make judgment calls on it. But we also try to restrain ourselves as conservatives and say we don't have to be involved in every issue. And if you want to broaden the party, if you want to get back to the principles, then let's at least think through in a reasoned way as to whether this is the right bill to interfere with parents and doctors' decisions on a health care matter, as you pointed out, has does not have thorough research in every area. In other words, his answer is, I don't know. I don't know why um, we make it against the law for kids to have sex under a certain age and 
I want to chemically castrate eight-year-olds. I don't know. Um, I don't know why 13-year-olds can't drink alcohol, but I want eight-year-olds to be chemically castrated. I don't know. We just take it a case-by-case basis. We don't really, there's no rule. I don't know why 13-year-olds can't get married, and I want to chemically castrate eight-year-olds. Aza's like, I don't know. It's just, you know, something we kind of plod along, muddle our way through. Right, Aza? Right, Jerry Cox? Give me a break. And so I yield to that. But and you, whenever you look at this bill, in you my yield to the lack of, of research. Really quick, 10 years ago, if somebody had said, hey, Asa Hutchinson, you're going to be governor of Arkansas, and you're going to veto a bill that would have protected children from chemical castration, what do you think you would have said? Well, just like I said today, if you're talking about a reassignment surgery, I would have signed that bill in a minute. But whenever you're talking about maybe less than 200 kids in Arkansas that's currently on hormone treatment and they are immediately cut off without having a grandfather clause in this legislation, I don't think that's treating those kids or their parents or their health care providers fairly or equally. All right. That's the conservative position. Governor, thanks. I appreciate you coming on. Tucker said that mockingly. Oh, all right. That's a conservative position. Um, you know, I, uh, I spoke to one of the three Republican legislators who voted to sustain ACES veto, not to override it, voted to sustain ACES veto. Don't think Craig Christensen, who I've called out on my show, and I said he needed to be primaried, and boy, is he being primaried. And he just wanted to make the case to me that um, he's not a bad guy. He's done a lot of conservative stuff. But he made the same case that Aza made. Well, what about the kids who have already started this transition process? We, we're, you're not grandfathering them in. In other words, you're not allowing their parents to complete the Munchausen syndrome by proxy. You're not allowing the parents to complete the destruction of these children's lives. And I reject the premise. You're destroying their lives. Of course you don't want to allow that to come to completion, to come to fruition. It's evil. You want to rescue these children. Strengthen the things that remain. Craig Christensen, Arkansas State Legislature, with two primary opponents. We spoke for, I think, over an hour recently after a uh, Republican Party meeting in Jacksonport, Arkansas. And he's just as blind to the truth on this as Asa is. But the outrage here is that Jerry Cox is not blind to the truth. He knows. He knows. I mean, I I, I read the article earlier from the Family Council's own website about the governor doing the wrong thing, vetoing the bill. 
It's not nearly as strongly worded as it would have been had I written it. It's stunning to me. It's stunning to me that the Arkansas Family Council is hosting a Leadership Worldview Summit to supposedly push back against the lie of transgenderism and critical race theory and wokeism, etc., etc. I wonder how many of the speakers are aware that Governor Hutchinson is welcomed to speak on Friday morning to share a few words of encouragement. I wonder how many of them know what he did a year ago. Huh? How many know, Jerry? How many of your speakers who are dead set against the lie of transgenderism know that Aza Hutchinson supports it 100% unflinchingly. Do your speakers know this, Jerry? Did you warn them what you're doing to them? How you're setting them up? I kind of doubt it. I mean, why would they agree? Why would they agree to speak at the same... uh, Symposium as this monster Asa Hutchinson. You know, Asa came out the other day. Uh, oh yeah, it's it's uh, it's a fight against child abuse day. No, 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 you're lying, Asa. You support child abuse. So why does Jerry Cox support Asa? Outrageous. Inexcusable. Coming up, we have Tucker Carlson's update. The next night, a lot of our Kansans saw the interview I played for you a little bit ago, but did not see the update from the next night. That is coming up. In the meantime, the views and opinions expressed on the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers, but we love them and they love us. If you try to buy a car recently... You realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website to put you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry, Red River experts are still here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button that says Explore Payment Options on it. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions and then create personalized payment options you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences, and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. 
If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom. The dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter where you live. RedRiverYourWay.com. You will be glad you did. We talk a lot about pushing back against the overreach of the federal government. What better example would there be than Obamacare? Are you like most Americans? Did Obamacare, the so-called Affordable Care Act, make your health care more expensive? Does your health insurance premium feel like a second mortgage? Does your sky-high deductible prevent you from going to the doctor? Do your sky-high co-pays keep you from going to the doctor? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you need to go to a website called MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. When you click on MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, you see the big, bold letters, Affordable Plans. Save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no co-pays. And then that big, beautiful red button that says Schedule Call Now. You click on the red button, you book a free consultation with my friend Art Wilborn. He makes sure there are no gaps in your coverage, and he also makes sure that your personalized health coverage gives you a plan that doesn't force you to cover things like abortion, horrible things which would deeply offend your deeply held religious beliefs. MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, affordable plans, save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no co-pays. Click the big red button, schedule a call now, book a free consultation with Art Wilborn. He makes sure there are no gaps in your coverage. Save money on your insurance at MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. All right, let me ask you this. Does your financial advisor take the time to listen and get to know you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situations change? When you work with Jonathan Presswood, he focuses on what's important to you. He uses an established process to help you achieve your unique goals, whether that's preparing for retirement, making your money last in retirement, planning your estate or inheritance, preparing for the unexpected, or anything else, Jonathan Presswood can help. Now, what should you do if you leave a job and have a 401K or other retirement plan? Or if you're getting close to retirement or already in retirement? Call my friend, Jonathan Presswood, today. He'll help you create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And he'll partner together with you to help your strategy stay on track no matter what life throws at you. Listen, we can all dream of having a perfect retirement, but how many of us will actually experience it? No matter where you are today, Jonathan Presswood is offering a free retirement analysis to figure out where you'd like to be and what it will take to get you there, and there's no obligation. Contact Jonathan Presswood, a financial advisor with Edward Jones Investments, today at 501 503-4844. Again, that's 501-303-4844. Don't wait. Call Jonathan Presswood today at 501-303-4844. Now, if you're like me, you can't remember phone numbers, go to our website, docwashburnshow.com. Just click on the link to Jonathan Presswood at Edward Jones. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. All right, now. I want to play for you the update that Tucker Carlson did the next night after Asa Hutchinson 
had been on his program the night before. And I tell you what, it uh, it didn't come out so well for Asa. As bad as he looked the night before, oh boy. Oh boy. Check it out. Last night we talked to the governor of Arkansas, Republican called Asa Hutchinson, he just vetoed a bill that banned the chemical castration of children in Arkansas. We asked him why he did that. He was gracious enough to come on and explain. Early on in our conversation, though, it became clear that Governor Hutchinson hadn't done a lot of research into the topic. There are a lot of things he didn't seem to know. For example, in February, one of the oldest medical journals in the world, the BMJ, summarized researchers' findings on puberty blockers, the chemicals at the heart of this debate. Here's what they found, quote, Puberty blockers used to treat children aged 12 to 15 who have severe and persistent gender dysphoria had no significant effect on their psychological function, thoughts of self-harm, or body image. However, as expected, the children experienced reduced growth in height and bone strength. So there's that. Keep in mind, the governor said children needed these drugs in order not to become clinically depressed. That study suggests the drugs don't help. They only hurt children's bodies. Governor Hutchinson doesn't care. He does not care. He wants to believe what he wants to believe, and you're about to find out why. But there are other studies, for example, one conducted by London's Tavistock Clinic, that found that puberty blockers, in fact, increased instances of self-harm and suicidal ideation in some children. Asa Hutchinson doesn't care. He wants to believe what he wants to believe, and you're about to find out why. And those are the only studies that have found that. Just days ago, Britain's National Institute of Health and Care Excellence determined that there is, quote, very low evidence supporting the idea that puberty blockers should be given to minors. The limited research we do have suggests that permanent life-altering treatments don't make gender dysphoria any better. In fact, those drugs may make it worse. The most thorough peer-reviewed study on the topic was conducted in Sweden. Researchers followed the outcomes of people who had undergone sex reassignment surgery, which the Arkansas bill bans for minors. Ten to 15 years after they underwent sex reassignment surgery, the suicide rate for patients in Sweden had jumped by more than 2,000%. That's horrific. That is horrific. Suicide rate through the roof. Governor Asa Hutchinson doesn't care. He believes what he wants to believe, and you're about to find out why. How's that a victory? It's not. It's a tragedy. We asked Asa Hutchinson about any research he might have read that contradicted these facts. He didn't point to any. He clearly hadn't read any that contradicted those facts. And that led us to wonder, how exactly was Asa Hutchinson convinced that vetoing this bill was a good idea? Wait for it. You clearly aren't familiar with the research, and so my question is, have you spoken to any of the biggest employers, the big companies in Arkansas, about this? Have you taken any calls from Tyson's, from Dillard, from Walmart? Has anyone from those companies called you about this bill? Uh, no. Have you, and I just want to be clear on this, have you spoken to any corporate interest in the state of Arkansas about this bill? Tucker, I answered that. I answered that question, and I said, no, I have not. All right. Here you go. Asa Hutchinson was quite definitive on that, and of course we had to take his word for it. He was very emphatic. No, I haven't. 
but it looks like he was how to put this lying. Told you. Here it is. The day that we spoke to Asa Hutchinson, in fact, the Walton family endorsed his decision to veto the bill that had just passed the Arkansas legislature. Now, the Walton family is not just any family. It's the richest family in the world and, of course, the most powerful family in the state of Arkansas. They control Walmart and Sam's Club. And they wanted Asa Hutchinson to know that he had done exactly what they wanted him to do. Quote, We support Governor Asa Hutchinson's recent veto, the Walton family wrote. Any policy that limits individual opportunity also limits our state's potential. So if Walmart's going to sell a lifetime supply of drugs to trans youth, it would be nice if Asa Hutchinson could veto this legislation and any bills like it. Oh, my goodness. It's possible that Asa Hutchinson ignored the wishes of the Walton family and trusted the experts, though he couldn't find any experts who agreed with him. What's interesting is we spoke to someone today who knows Ace Hutchinson very well, who says, confirming our worst fear, that yes, he very much would like a board seat at Walmart when he leaves. Of course he would. Just a few days ago, by the way, Ace Hutchinson appeared on this network to admit that before making any decisions on transgender issues, he first considers what, when we're quoting, major global corporations think. Here it is the home of some major global corporations here in Arkansas. They're certainly worried about the image of our state, but we're trying to send the signal that you can protect conscience, you can protect the girls in sports without being uh, discriminatory and trying to say we're not uh, diverse and tolerant of different lifestyles. And that's important for us as a state and what we have to achieve as a nation. Oh, we're the home of some major global corporations, Governor Hutchinson said, and they worry about the image of the state. They worry less about the children of the state who, if Asa Hutchinson had had his way, could continue to be chemically castrated by quack doctors. Tells you a lot. And we'll be watching to see if Asa Hutchinson winds up on the board of Walmart. We really will. What do you think? He leaves office on January 2023. I hope to be taking his place, but that's in God's hands. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he uh, gets a seat on the uh, Walmart board of, uh, board of Directors. I mean, that clearly is what he's looking for. Look, let me, uh, let me tell you a little bit more about these puberty blockers, okay? Um. Let's see. Monica Showalter over the American Thinker, September 28th, 2019. Article entitled, 12 deaths from vaping, 6,300 deaths from transgender puberty blocker drug. She says there's a heck of a lot of press coverage hysteria over the dangers of vaping with the deaths of 12 young people cited as reason to harass the companies that produce vaping products, if not legislatively, ban the practice altogether. Even President Trump joined the stampede, pressing for regulatory bans, which is not exactly good news for smokers who use vaping as a means of reducing their nicotine consumption to gradually quit smoking without making themselves sick. 
The latest news suggests that the vaping deaths were caused by pot contamination and perhaps vitamin E in the compounds rather than vaping itself, which has otherwise been safely done for years. None of this has stopped the new wave of hysteria of coverage and calls to ban. A Google search of vaping deaths shows 256 million stories. The tobacco lobby, the left, and the mainstream media, all of which want to ban the practice of vaping or having a field day. Just one problem. Based on the death statistics for another topical issue, transgenderism, it's possible there's a death count that could be higher. According to the Daily Wire, more than 6,300 adults have died from reactions to a drug that is used as a puberty blocker and gender-confused children, according to data from the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. Between 2012 and June 30th, 2019, the FDA documented over 40,000 adverse reactions suffered by patients who took leoprolide acetate, which is Lupron, which is used as a hormone blocker. More than 25,000 reactions logged from 2014 to 2019 were considered serious, including over 6,300 deaths. How many Google stories on that one? Two. One of them is an NBC News story that debunks quite a bit of this, probably accurately noting that the drugs in question are often used on terminally ill prostate cancer patients, often as a palliative. Did that report say that Every last one of those 6,300 deaths from uses of those drugs was a cancer patient? No, it didn't. We still don't know. That leaves a question on the table about whether these drugs are safe for children identified as transgender. Buried in the Daily Wire's report is an important detail about the use of these drugs. They aren't actually approved for children, but they are often used on them anyway. Daily Wire explained Lupron is being prescribed off-label for use in children who have been diagnosed with gender dysphoria despite the lack of formal FDA approval for that purpose. Kind of reminds you what what, uh, Tucker said, right? So if they're utterly harmless or completely healthy, if they're utterly harmless on completely healthy children with mental conditions, why wouldn't they be approved? The drug may be linked to use in terminal cancer context, but it's still not allowed on kids. And, yes, that's there's a death count, but not a precise death count in terms of who had what before he died. NBC is not interested in addressing those questions. At a minimum, the issue ought to be investigated with credible numbers on how many transgender kids may have had an adverse reaction up to and including death, if for nothing else, that the drug is unregulated. Good luck with that one. The left has put transgenderism on a pedestal based on a misguided desire to support people with mental illness by enabling their mental illnesses. So whatever that information may be, such a statistic isn't going anywhere. It just highlights how politicized medical hysteria has become. Maybe the media ought to be demanding answers on those unregulated drugs and kids instead of just hyping the vaping issue. Now that, talking about medical hysteria, September 28th, 2019, several months before we heard about the China virus, the Wu flu. Now, 
while we're at it, there's a lot of anecdotal evidence in the state of Arkansas that doctors and hospitals refused to treat people who had the COVID-19 when it was really spreading rapidly. Forget ivermectin, forget hydroxychloroquine. No, no, no. Aza Hutchinson. That's Governor Hutchinson to you. Did a... um, did a town hall, a COVID-19 town hall in Siloam Springs in the summer of 2021 in which people were yelling at him because they were furious that their loved ones were going to the hospital with COVID-19 and weren't giving, being given anything, no therapeutics at all. And Aza said, well, of course they're being given therapeutics. Isn't that right? Turned to a hospital administrator who said, not presently. And you know what Aza Hutchinson did about that when he found out? Nothing. They continue killing people in the hospitals. If you have a patient who can be saved by some sort of prescription drug and you refuse to give them the prescription drug, that's murder. Asa doesn't care. Asa doesn't care. This is the guy Again, that Jerry Cox, Arkansas Family Council, invited to give a few words of encouragement Friday morning, April 22nd, at the Family Council's Leadership Worldview Summit. This guy, Asa. How many deaths, how many needless deaths has he presided over? How many suicides will he be responsible for by vetoing that bill? Yeah, the bill was, the veto was overridden. Now the bill's tied up in court. I don't get it, Jerry. I don't get it. Now some people say, why didn't you go to him privately? Um, because there's no reason to. You know, when somebody does something public, you address it publicly. That's why Paul rebuked Peter to his face in the New Testament. I mean, that's how you deal with these things. No way around it. I don't enjoy this. But I didn't have any choice. I didn't have any choice. It's it's my responsibility. It's my duty. This is the job that I've been given. Okay? Let me once again express how thankful we are to our advertisers. I want to mention a couple of them to you. They make it possible for us to do what we do. Like my friend Justin Minton. M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton in Benton. Now, Justin's a former insurance adjuster who left the insurance industry to become a private lawyer, founded the Minton Law Firm to help injured people fight against powerful insurance companies and corporations. And he has sure helped me out with the three automobile accidents I've been in since 2019. The Minton Law Firm has a great team of lawyers, including the 2016 Trial Lawyer of the Year and the 2016 Outstanding Young Lawyer of the Year. The insurance companies take Justin Minton and his team of lawyers seriously because they know they can and will take your case to trial if need be. So whether you want to go to trial or settle out of court, it's a really good idea to have a knowledgeable trial attorney on your side. 
Justice team aims to bring justice to clients who've been injured and need somebody to stand up for them. No matter what the injury, Justin Minton makes sure the Minton Law Firm always works hard for you. Whether you're in a car wreck, hurt of the job, or you or a loved one is suffering from the carelessness of another, if you're in Arkansas, Justin Minton Law, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton and Benton, is here to help you. Just call the Minton Law Firm, 501-943-4195, or visit justinmintonlaw.com today. Hey, I'd like to help you with some health issues. You have migraines, neck pain, back pain, vertigo, acid reflux, eczema, problems with your blood sugar, maybe even hay fever. Okay, let's do a little test. Look in the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? Look at a picture of yourself. Are you tilting your head to the left or the right instead of sitting up or standing up straight? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines, neck pain, and hay fever. Let me explain to you how it works because it's the best-kept secret in American healthcare. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, reproductive system, circulatory system, even digestive system. And yes, it can cause migraines, neck pain, back pain, acid reflux, eczema, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar. Do yourself a favor. If you're in Arkansas, call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center 501-279-2009 for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted, because you probably do. If you're outside Central Arkansas, go to their website, turnmypoweron.com, and click on Find a Doctor Near You. And I sure hope you can. All right, here we go. Here we go. Hit it, Brian. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Doc Washburn Show Tweet of the Day. Brought to you by RedRiverYourWay.com. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA. Believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice the way you want to online. Have it driven to your front door anywhere in the continental United States of America. RedRiverYourWay.com. All right. So we have Kyle Mann, editor-in-chief of the Babylon Bee, with today's tweet of the day. It's actually four tweets in a row. Babylon Bee, of course, has been uh, suspended from, from Twitter for speaking too much truth, but Kyle Mann still has his Twitter account. He says, if you're concerned about no masks on planes, don't worry. We're just going to do this for two weeks to slow the spread of tyranny. Not wearing a mask is a small sacrifice. It's the least you can do. We're all in this together. If it saves one toddler from a speech impediment, it's worth it. It's just loving your neighbor. If you don't like it, build your own mass transit system. Hey, it's the new normal. We're building back better. We're just complying with the government per Romans chapter 13. In this house, we believe science is real and non-masker rights are human rights. (laughs) 
That's pretty good, y'all. Not even going to lie, fan, that is pretty good. Kyle Mann with today's tweet thread of the day. Brought to you by RedRiverYourWay.com. You've been listening to episode 131 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. The views and opinions expressed on the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers. But they love us and we love them. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a terribly messy production. Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you'd like a transcript of today's episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck and send it to Mansur's Computer Solutions, 7th floor of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansur Sempier the Tenth. Well, that's the way it is, Wednesday, April 20th, 2022.